Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Best Ever You Network, celebrating our third year on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Thank you for helping us become a number one rated live show with over one million global listeners. Our team is on a mission to help you discover your authentic best self and bring it to the world. And now, here's our show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Best Ever You Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Um, I live in Maine, and it is warm still. <laughs> Just saying, it is warm still. We have no snow. We've got leaves on the trees, and I was out walking today, and it must be 65 degrees out here. It's so buzzed. We mowed the lawn yesterday, talking about that on Facebook. So, yeah, star date, you know, November, whatever it is, 6th now, and um, I'm mowing the lawn in Maine. Yep, all right. Anyway, just to clarify that, um, I hope you all are having a wonderful day. We've got the coolest guest. I've been waiting to have him on for so long, and he's here with us. Finally, he's live with us. We have Sean Prue with us. And, yeah, I am. I can hear you in the background. He's there. Just say hi now. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Love we have, this has been like 900 years in the making. It's nice to be with <laughs> you finally, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. It's like, okay, I can do this now. I Baseball just takes me away and and everything with the kids and everything and so the show kind of goes on hold everybody knows on best ever you the the show and my website and everything kind of go on hold over the summer and we're all across the country and everything and so i've got one of those jobs where i get my summers off <laughs> Kind of fun. Well, I got to give hats off and kudos to all the mothers and fathers out there because uh, I'm not a parent, but uh, I do have a dog and I do have pets and I make no comparison between the two directly, but they take up a lot of your time and they take up a lot of your energy. So I cannot imagine if my dog played baseball. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> imagine if my dog took dance classes. I could not imagine like it's like Oh, you know, off. I got I'll ask you there, though. I, you know, I think dogs and cats are, you know, kind of like little toddlers. I swear. I have, so I have four boys, and they're teenagers. They're 14, 16, and 18, and 20 now. And then we have a huge Labradoodle and three cats. And I'm telling you, I and the the animals are girls, and the you know the kids are boys. But you know, the animals are big babies. <laughs> they're they, big babies, they, and. And they, um, you know, I always when I when I when I feel myself making a comparison between um, my, uh, pets and children, I always qualify it the way I just did because often some people will get quite offended that you're making oh. a direct comparison. But having having cleared that up, for me, um, my dogs are my children. My my uh, my cat. Um, actually, this is so funny because my cat has just passed um, as of Easter. Oh. And one of my dogs um, passed away on Tuesday um, at 16. Oh, and so I'm still talking about them in the present tense, which is, um, you know, goes to my point. Like, they've, they're they gone, and I'm still talking about them. So they're there. Oh, they're, so, they're the best. They are. We yeah. have a, We had a cat that died um, probably about two years ago now. And we, we, we took, we went outside, my son and I and my husband, and we put a gray statue underneath our maple tree um, to honor the cat because it was Cameron's cat and he loved the cat. And so we, we just put the statue under, under the tree. And he looked around and he goes, Mom, there are little tiny maple trees all over the yard. And we kind of got down and we're like, oh, my gosh. And so we dug up all of those maple trees 
kind of a long cat story here. We dug up all of those maple trees and planted them, and my son now has a thing he calls Garino Grove. He's got a maple tree grove. Oh, and that's so, so has, wonderful. Yeah, he has three years' worth of trees and stuff. So, you know, you know, we love our animals. I get you totally. So, I mean, their their um, their uh, love is unconditional, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's not a new concept that I've just launched into the world. Anyone who's had an animal knows that. Um, but that's that's why um, they do hold such a place in our hearts. And I know from um, being a, a child, and I know from seeing children and parents, um, that love is not always unconditional. <laughs> you know, it's just not. <laughs> <You're telling me. laughs> Whereas with your animal, college, it's like, mm. it is, it is. So, um, yeah. uh-huh. yes. So tell me, I was looking at your website, which to everybody um, listening, I'm just going to spell it as S-H-A-U-N-P-R-O-U-L-X dot C-A. Um, tell me, what's your, I love your website, by the way. I love the way Thank it flows you. and moves and everything. It's cool. It's one of those new cool websites. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite thing on your website? Like if I was going to, if you were going to tell somebody, hey, go to my website, what would you want them to see the most and learn from? I would say, um, you know, there's there's watch, listen, and, and, and read. I would say go to read um, because that's where you find almost every week um, a new post by me. And uh, what I try and do in there is I try and share something that is um, of the moment that has happened in the last week um, in my life uh, where I kind of walk my talk about something I know that you and I are going to talk about this hour. Um, about the thought revolution that I'm on uh, on, on, a, on a daily basis within my life. And um, I, I, I work very hard to um, uh, be as open-hearted, um, often very vulnerably so, as possible yeah, because I'm on a, a mission sounds uh, like it's a you know, spy thing or something. But I, I, I want um, people who would like the idea of having a life by their own. By their I, don't own have a, I don't have a cool producer to play music, so just that went in the background. Sorry, keep going. I would like everybody who wants to live life by their own design the way I do to be able to. And, and for me, the reason I'm able to be my own boss, captain of my own ship, um, and, and, and lead a really happy successful life with nobody telling me how to do it and what to do and, and when to do it. Um, it's, it's, um, it's because I uh, have put a lot of effort into what I call a thought revolution, which is thinking about your life the way you want it to be and uh, dealing with the problems that come up in your life in a way that serves you as opposed to a way that decimates you. So I've, um, I've had a really rough year. This is a good time to look at that blog because um, if you're listening and you've had a difficult year, my, my husband uh, moved out in September, for example. I mentioned earlier about the loss of a couple of pets. Um, lots, of, lots, of, um, lots of intense experiences this year. And we all go through uh, intense experiences every single day. And those things knock us down. They knock us off our path. They knock us out of our identity. They knock us out of believing that we can be, do, have anything. And I, um, as I said, I'm on a mission. I've got to find a better word for that. But I am on a mission to show people that no matter what happens, no matter whatever happened to you, no matter what is happening to you, you can find a way to be happy. 
And you must find a way to be happy because when you're happy, you line up the things that make you happy. And that's, um, that's basically what goes on on the whole site. But if you read the blog, um, there's, there's a lot of um, pretty deep sharing there that I think people would enjoy. It's, it's interesting because that's exactly what I clicked on um, first. I went right to read. I'm like, I wonder what he's writing about. And um, I, the fir- very first thing I'm reading here is about um, you leaving your microphone on. Oh yeah. Well, I did <laughs> a. Do? <laughs> I, I do a lot of speaking, um, and so I spoke to um, a conference called Refresh Your Passion in Ottawa, Ontario, here in Canada. Ottawa is our, our capital city. Two Sundays ago, and and I told the group, the audience there, a story about another speaking gig I'd had, where I had a head a headset on. And there was a sound guy, and he's the one who turns it on and off. I don't control it. If you've ever spoken, you know that. Um, And so I did my speak, and I left the stage, and a producer grabbed me and said, oh, that was amazing. And we were walking to the green room, and we were talking, and I think I was at the speaker right before the lunch break or, or a break, because people were getting up from their seats. No speaker was following me, and they were getting up and, and getting their coats and stuff. Well, my mic was on still, and so everything I said to the producer on the way to the green room, the people in the audience could still hear. And so was it what a luckily, great audience? <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Can you imagine? I'm like, did you see what she was wearing in the third row? That <laughs> oh, no. was nasty. No, uh, but luckily I was just like having a, a general chin wag. Good. But my point when I when I shared the story and and the point that I would make to everybody listening right now as I share it again is that your mic is always on. Your mic is on the way my mic was on that day. And and you might not have a physical headset on the way I did that day, but you are broadcasting all day, every day, in every conversation that you have, in every post you put out on social media, in every thought that you think, in every every kind of gesture. You're a broadcaster. You're a transmitter. And life, the universe, God, um, light, source, um, Buddha, whatever you want to call it, it hears you and it responds to what you are emitting. So that's why I call it a thought revolution because it's your thoughts that are being broadcast out into the world and responded to and life is giving you more of what you're thinking about, talking about, broadcasting. <clears throat> and so if you're not happy with your life or if you're not happy with a subject in your life, finances, health, uh, your well-being, relationships, you've got to have a thought revolution about that because the reason they're not going the way you'd like them to go is because you're in the chat groups and you're complaining about your money situation. You're complaining about your money situation to your mate. You're complaining about your money situation to your friends. You're worried about your money situation. You're lying in bed thinking about your money situation in a negative, um, lack-conscious way. And so your mic is always on. And that was the message I was putting out to, um, to the audience that day that I wrote about in this blog post. And um, the universe is responding to what it is you're thinking about. And your, and your choice point is always right now in this red-hot minute uh, to put out and broadcast what it is you want more of. 
universe is a yes-based universe, and it always just says yes to whatever you're thinking about. It doesn't go, well, Sean doesn't actually want to not have money. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> You discern. might think it does, but it, it doesn't. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that. Um, I had Oprah Winfrey on my, um, my SiriusXM talk show, and she put it really well. She said, you cannot uh, dial, uh, tune in to um, uh, 167, Sirius XM, if you uh, want to hear um, something that's on 168, you've got to dial into 168. You, you, have, you can't dial into the news channel when you want to see the sports channel. You've got you've to match your signals up. And I thought that was a very good example of, um, of, of what I'm saying, which is that you've you got to be broadcasting what you want because the universe is trying to dial into you. And when it does find your signal, it matches you and gives you back what you are thinking about, yeah, whether you want it or not. Powerful. I must have needed that too, because you know, you, I think that too. You kind of you you click on, for some reason, you click on what you need to read and hear. It's always interesting to me. I I I I find that remarkable to just kind of be clicking around and be like, hmm, I must have needed that today. And I love what you just said so eloquently put. Um, as you were talking, one of the things that I was thinking about was how did you arrive at where you are right now? What did what have you been? What did you do? Um, have you always been this way since, like, you know, you were in kindergarten? Um, you know, have you always been a that speaker? That is the question a- that I get. I get the question. I get that question asked of me the most because um, you know, and just a small bit of background for for people who who are hearing me for, for the first time. Um, I have a grade twelve education. I didn't go to post-secondary school, no university, no college. Um, I've never had training in radio. I have a t- had a television show. I've never had a TV training course, never taking a writing course, uh, never taking a speaking course. Um, and so people are often like, so how is it that you're standing up here now telling us all these great ideas on how to make life better? And I feel like um, I have always been um, an optimist. You asked me, was I like this in kindergarten? I was always an optimist, um, even in the most trying times. And I grew up in the 80s in rural Ontario in farm country. And my childhood was very kind of it gets better type of thing without the cyber bullying. It was just physical bullying and verbal bullying and emotional bullying um, by kids in, you know, rural kids, um, farm kids who could not understand this flamboyant gay kid um, that they had to ride a bus with. And I would get off that school bus, that yellow school bus on the country roads every single day, day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And it was hard to get off the bus without things whipping past your head, pop cans, whatever they could get their heads on, um, trying to avoid being tripped, pushed, named, spit, everything. It was just, it was brutal. And my dad, um, who's passed away now, um, God love him, was, was an alcoholic. And he didn't understand me either. Um, he, he did not like gay people, and he knew I was gay. And, and so my, um, my, my, my situation um, as a young kid was uh, stressful and anxiety-filled. And, and I would get off the bus, and I would have about um, a three-quarter mile walk to my house um, down this country road, and I would walk that whole walk, and I would say to myself, one less day you got through another day, one last day, one last day. And, and there was nothing um, in me that was saying, oh, Sean, you've got to figure out a good way to, to frame this. And uh, what's an affirmation? You could... But I knew intrinsically to affirm to myself 
that it will get better. You have one less day because you're not always going to be going home to a father who causes a lot of um, of, 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 of things in the home. Um, that's going to end one day soon. You're not always going to be in school. So I always knew um, intrinsically to focus on um, what I wanted. I, I, I knew even um, um, as a boy that uh, my mic was on. And, um, and so through the years that passed, um, I've managed to create a very happy life for myself. And people are often asking me, knowing when, what they do about um, the fact that I've got no education, I've got no, um, you know, sort of qualification to be doing what I'm doing, but yet I am. I'm interviewing Oprah. They're like, how did you do that? And that's why I'm big on this, again, mission of Thought Revolution. Because I'm you're just doing hard. me. Yep. Well, I'm doing me, but you know what? Everybody out there can do them. And that's yeah. what I, I we get so caught up on um, on all of these obstacles and things that are in our way. And do I have enough education? And 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 what what would would happen if I quit my job and went after my dream career? And and we we hold ourselves back um, and we ask, who do I think I am? And what right do I have to be happy? And I want to be the guy, the light, who says you've got every right to be happy. And and the world needs your special gift. And you need to stand up and you need to rethink whatever it is that's holding you back because you can be and do and have anything that you want in this world. And I'm your proof. I'm the proof. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, too. And, you know, I think we all we all experience that, too, at different levels as we're growing and changing and trying to achieve and so forth. I think I have a couple questions for you, but the first one is I think it's, I think it's easy, especially when you're in a creative industry, um, you know, like writing a book or being a radio host or, you know, whatever it is, to get easily down on yourself like you're not doing well enough. Um, you're, you know, you can have two million downloads and go, gosh, that's not good enough, you know, or whatever. No, yes, it's and, so true. I mean, I get, yeah, but I, you know, I get down on myself. Um, honestly, I'll go, my book isn't selling that well. And darn it, you know, yeah. and I'll go, what, do I, what kind of degree did I need to have to write that so people, you know, really loved it? And you get, you question yourself all the time. What do you do? When you question yourself and feel well, so less I'm going to pretend that I'm you. I'm going to pretend that I'm you right now. So my book isn't selling very well. You're broadcasting, right? Your mic is on, yeah. and you're saying my book isn't selling very well. So guess what? You've just invited more of, but my book isn't selling around. very Thank well. You. So you need to have a thought revolution about <laughs> exactly. that. And say, hey, I wrote a book, and people have bought this book. This book is in the homes of many people. And I'm going to just stop for a second, and before I get out of bed, I'm going to say thank you to all the people in my mind. I'm picturing all these people who went and bought my book. I really appreciate that I'm doing what I love. I really appreciate that I get to sit down and write another book whenever I want and that people will buy it. People have been buying my book. And I don't know how many people are still waiting to buy that book. I don't know how many people may never buy that book. But I just want to say thank you right now to the people who have bought that book because people bought that book. And focus on that, right? Now we're yep. talking about the people that I watch the More. email, the Facebook post, or whatever come in within moments 
of that where someone's like, hey, you don't know me, but I just bought your book. The universe wants you to do well, but the universe is yes-based, so it's going to say yes to, to whether you're saying people bought my book or whether they're, you're saying nobody's buying my book. And for example, in my own life, you know, um, uh, for a long time, I used to focus on a lot of numbers too. And as an example, I, I get a report on Mondays, hey, here are the people who signed up for your newsletter, here are the people that have unsubscribed from your newsletter. And I was always like going right to the unsubscribed number. I was always looking, there, there are people thing, who, who phoned up, like, and I was ignoring those people. My mom unsubscribed? Really? What's that? I said, especially when you see who it is, you're just like, my mom, really? She unsubscribed? Yeah, mom, come on. You, <laughs> really, yeah. mom? <laughs> my whole family. My mom's awesome. No, but uh, so so uh, this is what I had to do, and, and this, is, this is an old story. But when people, um, when the list comes in and I see the side that people have subscribed, I'm like, oh, Pamela, thank you for subscribing. James, thank you for subscribing. Bill, thanks for subscribing. I go down and I literally thank everybody. And then I'm going down like, um, Patty, I wish you well. Bob, I wish you well. Brian, I wish you well. And and so it's just this even energy um, expansion when I look at that list. Welcome into the tribe. Oh, you're leaving now. This doesn't serve you anymore. I wish you well. There's no b- negative energy and, and and it may sound sort of if someone's listening to this going god it's just your newsletter but it's a it's a big thing for us um this newsletter that we put out and uh and and you want people to be you know as you said buying your book i want people to be on my list so um when, whenever you it doesn't matter what you're looking at uh whether it is your your kids report card or the amount of money in your bank bless those numbers bless those grades say thank you for those things and, and watch the universe give you more of what you want. That's that's great advice. And just to talk a little bit about your newsletter for real, you know how um, sometimes you feel like some. I just talking to the audience here for a second. You know how sometimes you feel like things like you're afraid to subscribe. I want to just encourage you to not be afraid to subscribe to Sean's newsletters because they're awesome there um you get a when you sign up actually sean can you explain a little bit you get a choice of which ones you want is there yeah we've got a bunch yeah the the one the one that is the most popular is 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 the thought revolution newsletter and and that's just um uh, something that pops into your email box uh thursdays at 3 p.m eastern and it's mostly a tease it'll pop you over into the the section of the blog that um on my website we were just talking about where i'm talking um, open-heartedly about what's gone on in my life, and um, and 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 it's your daily dose or your weekly dose rather of inspiration heading into the weekend, um, where you can just sort of relax and 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 take a look um, at your own life uh, by looking by 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 looking at mine and 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 share and me sharing of what's going on with me. Hopefully, you said it a minute ago, Elizabeth. Oh, I really needed to hear that. What I do when I'm writing my blogs is I just I'm, I put myself out there quite a lot. But what happens is people write in and said, I needed to hear that today. I needed to hear that today. And so every Thursday, my aim is for something to show up in your inbox where you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I needed to hear that today. And I think that's one of the um, the things that I bank on a lot by by, by sharing so much of my own life is that I know other people are going through stuff that I've gone through. Like I was very hesitant, you know, my, my husband moved out in um, 
September to share that stuff, but I was having to have a thought revolution and figure out the, the positives in a very negative situation. And when I wrote about that, many, many, many people wrote back right away and said, oh my God, you don't understand. My partner just filed for divorce. My wife just told me she's leaving me. And so you you put this stuff out there as I do, and people are like, thank you, because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle this, this and you've given me some tools. Um, one of the best things that ever happened, Elizabeth, was um, earlier this year, my dad, as, as I mentioned, was an alcoholic, and he passed many, many years ago. And I've never had peace about him and my relationship with him until very recently because, again, thought revolution. I, I, I did a rethink about this entire relationship, and I shared that in um, one of the Thought Revolution newsletters, and somebody wrote to me from Africa, and they said, you have just solved one of the greatest mysteries of my life. I cannot stop crying. My dad was just like yours, and ever since he died, I've had an empty place in my heart about it, and you have helped me see a different way of handling this, and you've changed everything about this relationship I have with my late father. And that's the that's the work that we're doing, and, and that's what we're putting out every Thursday. And um, I, I enjoy very much touching people and finding out that, you know, through sharing my own experience, people are um, able to uh, work through theirs. Hmm. Can I go back to the bus ride for a minute? Go back and to that bus off. ride, girl. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go back there for a minute. Um, what, you know, you were, you were mentioning... Um, getting off buses and people throwing stuff at you and things like that. And and I've had that kind of girl hate before um, when I was mm. a kid, you know, the, you know, how girls hate on each other, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. thrown at me too and all that stuff. And um, I'm wondering if if social media had existed back then, and I don't mean back then like, you know, it was like the 1800s or anything, sorry. <laughs> it was the 80s, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 80s, though. Um, but if social media had existed back then, what do you think people would have done to you on social media? Um, and what do you think people are experiencing these days on social media? Like, I think what I would have experienced would have been what um, so many kids, and straight, gay, trans, everybody's being bullied on social media. Everybody. I think I would have been called um, the F word. I think I would have, I think I would have had um, probably a harder time. I, I feel... Um, um, that the rise of social media and what I call computer courage, which is uh, a completely um, lacking of courage, um, we all hide behind, well, not all of us, but people hide behind their computers and their keyboards and they've got such great things to say uh, that they would never say to your face. Well, at least these kids in the 80s uh, said it to my face. Um, so I think I would have I had a very parallel experience to what um, so many unfortunate um, children are having um, to go through today. But the one thing I want to say about all of this sort of stuff is that nobody is hurting more in a bullying situation than the one doing the bullying. Isn't that wild how that is, really? I, that um, is the truth. The kid love. who is hurting is hurting the most. Most. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. It's like um I I this is a story about girls again um with um there were I was sitting outside my son's swim class and there were three girls 
talking, and they were saying, you know, Sarah, the kind of thing like Sarah, Sarah just doesn't like us. Sarah doesn't talk to us. Sarah's mean to us. Sarah, you know, all these things about you know this girl, whoever she was. And I actually interrupted and I said, "Have you guys ever thought to just stop for a second and think about Sarah? Maybe Sarah's mm-hmm. got a bad home life, or Sarah doesn't feel well, or Sarah's struggling in school, or anything. Have any of you guys ever asked?" Sarah, before you're talking, you know, I just, I said, you know, just a thought from a really older person, and they were like, that's really great. They actually stopped and said, that's actually really great advice. They were open to hearing it, and um, it was interesting, and then one of the girls said, I've got that. I've got this. I've got that, and it, 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 an hour-long conversation with these three girls followed. My son was late coming home from swimming. He's dripping wet, going, can we go home now? Like, I'm talking, shh. You know, but it was such an interesting conversation to see how everybody was sort of aching in their own way and how it was yes. coming out. It's brilliant that you were able to um, to inspire a conversation like that. I feel like, um, you know, I don't believe in a source of evil. I don't believe in any evil. I do believe hate is taught. I do believe um, that um, uh, lack of empathy, uh, I do believe that uh, lack of understanding are things that um, can be overcome. And I don't feel there's anybody who was ever born who uh, deliberately chose to be ignorant, to be hateful, uh, to be um, the way they are in those negative ways. I believe there's a lot of pain underneath all those sorts of things. And there's really nothing worse, I don't think, than not understanding someone to the point where you despise them and you want them um, gone or you want them hurt in some way. The, the, um, the, the um, underlying sort of roots of that kind of stuff is gross because it means that stuff was happening in your home. You were taught certain things that are so contrary to what I know we are all about, which is, is love. And so to be taught uh, the opposite of love, to be taught that, uh, that that some people are not worthy of love is so counter what I know we're all about, that if you're that person carrying all that around in you, that's a lot of ugly stuff. So those kids on the school bus who were throwing things at me, they couldn't, um, they couldn't fathom me out. They couldn't figure me out. And I was too different for them to understand. And they were in more pain than I ever would have been um, going through that. I mean, of, of course, now I'm looking at it through the eyes of a 47-year-old, you know, 30 years after it's happened. But um, I, can, I, can, I can see that now. And um, I, I, I've been getting, um, um, I'm, I've, I've often gotten hate mail and, 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 and all kinds of things. Oh, join and, the club. We all get that. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah I Anyone who opens their mouth, yes. In yeah. February, um, Caitlyn Jenner is coming to Toronto um, to do a, a, a speech, and I, I get the honor of introducing the evening. And um, so there's some promotion going on around that. And, of course, um, the Caitlyn Jenner haters are emailing and, and texting me and stuff. And, and there's one person who continually keeps saying um, there's no such thing as Caitlyn Jenner. He is Bruce Jenner. That's all there is to it. And he keeps repeating. It's the same. It's the same. It's a, it's a, um, a tweet. He keeps tweeting and tweeting and tweeting this. And, and I just, I'm like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what your problem is, but you have a big problem with um, this transgender person. And I'm sorry, but we may not have known what transgender was 
many years ago, but we do now, and it's part of the evolution of the world. And I don't, I feel sorry for you that you are so resistant to the growth and expansion that's going on in our society because it is happening. Sorry, dude. It's happening whether you like it or not. So you can resist it or not, but your resistance is going to hold you back from every other thing because your mic is always on. So as you resist Caitlyn Jenner and you resist and you put out that hate, you're getting a lot of stuff back into your life that matches that. It may not be about those issues, but you're not living a positive, beautiful, productive life in which you're manifesting good things when you're broadcasting that stuff. So I feel more sorry for you as the bully than I do for, for Caitlyn Jenner or for me, for me as the recipient of your tweets. You, you're the one who's in more pain than any of us combined. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a, a quality of peace that's, that's unmatched there. Um, it's, it's quite interesting to watch the whole, the whole, um, I don't know what, what the word, just the whole transformation into Caitlyn Jenner and everything, um, it's just it, it, peace is the word that comes to mind uh, throughout the whole. I've been watching everything. I, I think peace, inner peace, peace, peace. Yeah. So why I keep doing that, but that's what comes to mind to me. I, I think um, it's a great word because um, because the peace that is on display with um, many trans people that that I have known and I've interviewed and told their stories for over a decade now, um, it's because they're living authentic lives. They're best ever you. This is their best ever them. And they, um, the, the courage uh, and determination and um, bravery and tenacity that all trans people that I know um, have displayed, it makes them a hero to me because, um, you know, I can't think of anything more dramatic or massive an undertaking than to change your your gender the way um, that, that that many do, so that they can feel as authentic as possible. And I think when they reach that place where they feel authentic, that's when we see what you call peace. And what I agree is peaceful. It's this contentment. I, now I am me, uh, and which I think we're all reaching for ultimately. In in whoever we are and what we're doing, you know, we're all mm-hmm. trying for some peace it's pretty hectic out there and i i do i agree with you i think a lot of a lot of people ache and i think i i love this thought revolution um how can we go there for a little bit and and talk about your radio show and talk about all the people that you interview your radio show is so cool um how can i'm so glad you like it well you were a guest on it i well i know aside from that i mean i i just i think what you do is so neat um, and you're, you can hear, every time I listen to you, I hear such a compassion in your voice. It's, it's just a, a really neat quality about you. I'm sure you know that already, and people have said that to you way more than I have. But there's such a quality of compassion and also peace in your voice. What, what, um, how'd you start your show? What's your show all about? Who'd you first interview? You know, all those kinds of questions. And who have you interviewed and, and why? And uh, there's a million questions there. Uh, microphone. I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I've interviewed Elizabeth. <laughs> I, uh, I got great, into radio. Um, I got into radio probably about eight or nine years ago. Um, I'd, I'd been on different radio shows, but um, a station opened up 
in Toronto called Proud FM, and it was the world's first terrestrial LGBT uh, radio show, radio station, and um, and so it was quite a historic thing. And I I I believed in myself. I believed that I'd be a good host. I believed that I had stories to tell, a point of view, and had experiences. And and um, and I, I I'm curious about people. I find everybody interesting, whether they're a celebrity or whether they're um, an every you know just general public type of people. And and so I banged on that door and um, it took me six months but I convinced them to give me a shot and um, and then there was no turning back I loved being on the radio and I left there after about three years and I'm on Sirius XM now um, on a network called Canada Talks which is a talk network uh, featuring Canadian hosts and my show airs on the weekends at um, 3 and 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays and 4 p.m. Eastern on Sundays, and I call it Thought Revolution Radio. I speak to all kinds of people, again, general public or um, celebrities, about um, their ideas on success and happiness. And so it's a show where if you tune into it, you're never going to hear anybody complaining. You're never going to hear anybody ranting and raving about what what's going wrong in their, their life. And a really great example is on this weekend show, uh, I have a, a, a actually a girlfriend of mine who is trans. Her name is Samantha Lozon, and her um, her boyfriend um, attacked her a couple weekends ago, um, destroyed her condo, um, threw her computer off the 19th floor of her building, um, and you know left her with bruises on her face. And so now you're thinking, okay, Sean, you just said. Um, you don't have, you know, negativity on your show. The reason I have her on the show is because she had a thought revolution off the top of this incident happening to her that uh, she was not going to sit around and um, and and lie in the misery of what had happened. She um, demonstrated a lot on social media on her on her posts and stuff um, such a positive outlook, and this is not going to hold her back that I wanted to have her on the show because she, she had a real thought revolution. She had a choice. She knew what she was broadcasting. Her mic was on and she was not going to invite more of this into her life by complaining about it, by telling everybody about it, by constantly going on and on about it. She was, she was finding all the positives in it. And so it's that kind of show. And I've had everyone from Oprah to Tony Robbins, to Melissa Etheridge, to Cindy Lauper, um, Celebrity-wise, uh, Lady Gaga, Liza Minnelli, cool. uh, Betty White, all kinds of um, really amazing people. Linda Gray is coming on the show uh, really soon. Andrew Martin's been on the show. Um, but also, I, I've, I've spoken to, as I said, everyday people. I, I interviewed, one of my favorite interviews was a guy who um, got out of prison after um, serving 17 years for murder. And we talked about um, the, what he had learned, and he was just a young boy on drugs when he um, killed his friend, actually, and he was so high he didn't really realize he'd even killed him. And um, and we had a very compassionate and open-hearted, um, long conversation about um, what he was going to do now, what it was like to be back in Manhattan 17 years after he had been incarcerated. And so we'll have conversations with all kinds of people, um, because it's important for me to put out there 
um, that we all have the right to find happiness and, and to put examples out there because people sometimes get a bit lost. And I think hearing like my friend Samantha um, tell her story or hearing this guy coming out of jail, you know, his hopeful story. Um, and then, of course, icons like Oprah, for example, who, who have been trailblazing for all of us. Um, you know, continuing um, by sharing their stories. It's, um, it's an honor for me to be able to just sit down for an hour every week and, and talk to whoever's coming along and, uh, and just keep putting out a hopeful message. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things I love most about it, too, is it's not sensationalized radio to be popular. You know, you, you're no. not going... I, I just... I, you know, every time I do a radio show, too, I mean, my my stance is, you know, this just needs to just be us chatting whatever you want to chat about fine but not i don't like all the controversy and the saying things just to say them to get attention and you know all Mm -hmm. that stuff i just i i can't i don't know i just don't function that way i don't know but i noticed you don't either no it doesn't ring true and and listen i'm uh you know i'm a colorful person and i've you know i've got a liberal stance on things and a potty mouth and I have lived a very colorful life, so I don't hold any of that stuff back. Um, this is not an airy-fairy, you know, um, dainty little show where we're just all sort of like in our warm feathered nests and being Pollyannas. Uh, right. It's real. It's a real show. It's by, hosted by a guy who's got, um, uh, you know, an edgy past and, and, uh, um, and it's authentic. And uh, we have a lot of fun. And sometimes it's still really fun good hour where people listening will just have a good laugh um, as, as we're talking. And then other times uh, I've definitely had people on where uh, it's very emotional um, hearing people's stories sometimes. And it's very um, um, uh, gratifying when somebody will open their heart to you and, and share, like, again, I'll go back to Samantha and, and what she's just gone through at the hands of her now ex-boyfriend. Very, very, it's an honor to have her on my show and have her um, open her heart and tell her story so that other people um, can get hope from it. Uh, very lucky to have a platform like this. Yeah, I, I love shows like that, too. Um, I think my shows that I like to do um, with that kind of same tone and depth are weight loss. I I just yes. absolutely love it when somebody comes on the show and um, it's it's a story of just this transformation of I didn't feel healthy or I had this health scare or you know something you know something set me in a path of health and well being and um, like I have this gal I've been working with since um, January and she um, I first got introduced to her when she weighed 315 pounds and she was crying oh. and and um, she just was like please uh, you know I just don't feel good and I need to do something. And um, she, as of yesterday, weighs 199 pounds. Oh, bravo! Working every single day. Bravo! <laughs> such, oh, but it's been so such a blessing to see her change. And the very first change we made, um, everybody who loves percolate, hang on. We we made her stop drinking coffee <laughs> in the quantity. <laughs> no, I <laughs> put the book down for a minute. But it was, you know, it was interesting because um, she she was drinking coffee, like 12, you know, more cups of coffee with the cream, the sugar, and all that per day. And we just made one change to what she was drinking, and that set off this, this incredible ripple effect of health. Yes, and I can made, understand that. Yeah, but... Um, 
just so cool. And I think I share my own yo-yo up and down, uh, maybe not that dramatic, but with four pregnancies, gaining a ton of weight and then losing it, you know, four times. And so I'm and having food allergies and things. So I I just love weight loss stories too. So anyway, um, I you know how you were saying that you don't hold back and all that stuff. I just turned to your blog again. You use one of my favorite sayings, batshit crazy. <laughs> it's just sometimes you have crazy. to flip out and go batshit crazy to make a point. <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I say batshit crazy all the time. Talk about batshit bat crazy for a minute if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that term. I know there's something kind of um ah! Ah. <laughs> just, dude, she, you are just losing your shit. Now do you understand me? Now do you understand me? So yeah, I love it too. I love it too. Uh but there's a great reward. I know um you're talking about the person who, who lost so much weight. I got a, a text from somebody or rather Facebook um from somebody the other day, and he said, um, "Sean, you know, I, you've been telling me I can, I can do this. Um, I, I don't have to hate my job. Um, since I was listening to I'm Proud of Fam, and I'm just writing to tell you that I just started doing something. I'm, st- I'm still doing the job I, I have, but um, I've just started to, to put together this. Um, it's a ski event, and he says I'm, I put it together, and, and and it's happening this year. And I just wanted to tell you I, I took your advice, and I'm believing in myself, and 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 but the point is, is that I read that and I was like, man, like that. I've been telling you, you can do something that you want to do for years, and and bravo that you're doing it at last. But uh, you know, I just like, dude, like you can do this. Like you, you know, people are afraid to step outside of their box, and I was astonished. Um, I was pleased that he was doing something, um, and and at last, but I thought, oh. Dude, I've been telling you this for years that you could do something like this. It's it's a ski event you're organizing. It's wonderful. Um, but the point is he's so happy. But the point is don't wait this long. Don't wait as long as this guy did. Just start today. You know, it might be a baby step, but it's better than standing still. Do something that, that uh, pleases you in your life. Um, and, and make your life all about yourself. And when you make your life all about yourself, you become your best ever you, and that's when you are the best self for everybody in your life. And that in itself, I know, is a thought revolution for a lot of people uh, because we put so many other people first before we put ourselves first. Uh, but I, I, I think um, it's time that we all just stop wasting time, um, you know, because it's not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not a promise, and uh, your life is this now moment. This now moment, this now moment. It's not tomorrow. It's not what happened to you yesterday. It is this now moment. And what are you doing mm-hmm. in this now moment? And how are you feeling? That's all that matters. Yeah, and I think the reason why I brought up the flip out thing was because I love the title of the blog. It's your choices now. Yes. And and I think also sometimes when you're trying to make a change, people think you have gone, you know, BSC. <laughs> That's what I call well, it. Well, you know, because. <laughs> I can be. We could. You already said bad shit crazy, so I know we could say bad shit crazy. We say bad shit crazy, but people always get in your way as you're trying to make a. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to say bad shit crazy, so I, I coded it. But um, now that we said it a million times, don't you think though when you're when you know when you're trying to make a change, there's there can be all sorts of people in the way. Like I'll bet the guy who's who's hosting the ski event had a lot of naysayers around him going, you can't do that. What are you doing that for? 
Absolutely. And, and, and here's what you got to just um, know, and this has probably been the biggest challenge for me as a sensitive guy um, who likes people. I've seen many, many people fall away, and I continue to see people fall away out of my life. And what I've come to understand is as follows. If you want to make changes in your life, positive changes for yourself, and you begin to make those changes, you start to evolve, you start to expand, and you start to grow. And so in the doing of that, you're no longer an energetic match to the people that you once were. You might just be a slight off match, or you might be a huge off match, but you're no longer a match. And that's when uh, people, if they're not growing, you know, your circle of friends, your family, if they aren't growing too, or if they're growing at a snail's pace and you're something like taking off like a rocket, you got to sort of be prepared for people to fall away, people to fall away. And, and falling away means pointing a finger at you and saying, who do you think you are? Or not liking your change so they tell you you can't do it. They, they discourage you. They are naysayers, to use your word. All of that is just about someone saying, hey, I liked you a lot better when you were a match. And you were a match because you and I just sat around doing nothing with our lives. And now you're doing something with your life. And I'm doing nothing. So I'm going to discourage you so that I keep you in my orbit. And you just have to make a decision, and I have to make this decision all the time. What's more important, that I stay in someone else's orbit so that they're happy, or I live my best life and am my best self, uh, which might mean just wishing them well, uh, but no longer necessarily having them around me. And, um, and it's not always pleasant. And, and, and in the beginning, when I was making personal changes and stuff, I took a lot of people's um, problems with what I was doing very personally. Um, people don't like to see you change, and, and some people don't even like to see you succeed, but you have to decide, and your choice point is always now. What's more important that I, I, I breathe my last breath looking back on my life saying, wow, I really milked that sucker called life dry. I did everything I could possibly do, and I wouldn't change a thing. Or to lie there and go, I have regrets. I wish I had tried. And I know what I would prefer. And the um, price that you pay is that the people in your life um, come and go, come and go, unless they are growing with you as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I um, I couldn't agree with that more. I was, I was, I was just um, as you were talking, I was looking at your picture. You're just so, um, you're like so handsome and and <laughs> beautiful inside now. Just so you know, you know. Just, I mean, you're just absolutely gorgeous. I don't know if anybody has seen this picture or anything. Will you marry you know, me? Yeah, would you marry me? No, I mean he's just hot. So let's talk a little about that. what do you what's your what do you do to be your best? Um, for anybody listening who might be like, yeah, you're right, he is hot. Um, sorry if I made you red and blush. Um, <laughs> you work out. Luckily, it's just eat. me and my dog sitting here. <laughs> I hear you. I got a cat. Over I, here. I will say um, I will say I eat really well. I mean, I'm not an angel um, with it. I certainly love my Doritos and I love my chocolate and stuff, and I love my alcohol. I love a martini, um, but I do uh, I eat organic and I juice and I do smoothies with all those sort of superfood uh, protein powders in it. Um, and I, I, I try and eat almost all um, organic. And so that uh, is something that I, I began doing a couple of years ago, and it's made a huge difference um, in weight, in energy, and that kind of thing. But the biggest thing that I, I do is, um, is, is the thought revolution work. 
that I talk about on shampoo.ca, which is just constantly um, waking up in the morning and before I get out of bed, feeling the energy of the day and saying thank you for what lies ahead. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this dog who's trying to get me out of bed so I can feed her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And setting the tone for the day and journaling after I've made my first cup of coffee and writing down everything that is working well for me, everything that I appreciate, all the things that I love about my life, setting the tone for the day. Those are sort of the most powerful things that I I, I do is just to um, um, live in a space of appreciation and start each day really saying, you know, no matter where I'm going, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who I'm with, it's my dominant intention to look for things and to speak of things and to notice things that I appreciate so that I get more things to appreciate. And it's really about having that control over your life. So when you ask me sort of those, um, you know, daily things that I do, it's just sort of um, good eating and, um, and good feeding of my mind as well and my thoughts. And just general hotness, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is, isn't it? <laughs> I get it. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. General hotness. Elizabeth, uh, just some general hotness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. You can just say that from now. It's just general hotness. Um, on your, I think I turned red. Um, on your website. You Are you flirting it. with me? Yeah, I am flirting with no. Yeah, me. You know what? I am celebrating. I am so excited. We are celebrating our seventeenth year of marriage tomorrow. Oh, Mazel Tov. That's so brilliant. Isn't that 17 fun? years. Congratulations. 17 years. Yeah, we are just Oh, congratulations. So, yeah, thank you very much. So, yeah, no, we're all good. But, yeah, I, I love on your website you have a gift, and I wondered if you could talk about that because that's a I, – I met him, um, mm-hmm. and he's really cool. Yes, so um, when you sign up for my Thought Revolution newsletter, we send you a, a free gift to say thank you, and what it is – is a, a conversation I had with Panash Desai. And Panash Desai, if you don't know him, is a spiritual leader, uh, and he's been on Oprah. He's got a wonderful um, book out, and he came on my show, um, and we did a special recording just for people who subscribe to the Thought Revolution newsletter. And it's a conversation I think is worth everyone hearing because it's um, a thought revolution about the ego. The ego as we know, gets a bad rap. And Panache explains in this conversation we have why we consider our egos our friends. And it's good because it puts everything into a perspective because we are always blaming the ego and the ego is not our friend. And According to Panache, the ego is our friend and it is a really interesting conversation that you get when you subscribe to the newsletter. I love it. Um, I, we have a question coming in from Twitter, and the question is: What advice do you have for someone sick? Someone who just someone does not who feel is, well, and, and yeah, and I'm gonna guess sick means ill health. Well, first of all, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not pretending to be giving any medical advice here. But I would say um, uh, when I am sick, um, which doesn't happen very much, but I um, I do I do believe my body knows what it's doing. So when I'm getting a cold or a sore throat or, or, or when I have become much more sick, um, I, I do acknowledge that my body is a powerful, powerful thing and it knows what it's doing. And I talk about my well-being in my own head 
I don't talk, you know, you get people on Facebook or Twitter who start going on telling the whole world that, that they're sick today. Well, your mic is always on, you know, don't talk about being sick. If you want to be well, talk about wellness. And so I, um, I make a big point when I'm not feeling well to think about my well-being and wellness and, and, and how I cannot wait um, to be back on my feet and all the things I'm going to do and, and, and attract all the sort of energy that I need to get well. That, that's how I handle um, a lot of this sort of illness um, that might come my way. And see your doctor. What do you? Yeah, and see your doctor. Absolutely. Okay, we have four minutes left. What do you think you're going to be like when you're 80? I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to be, be happy. Like when we're 100. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be one of those uh, kooky old people <laughs> that you see on the street where where they might have gray hair and and have lived a big life and it's on their face, but I, you're going to look at me and you're going to go, that is a happy guy. And he actually doesn't look 80. He looks 60 because he looks <laughs> so happy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I think happy. Yeah. Due to all the Botox he's had. No, uh, I, I think happy looks young. Due to all the Botox, young. I can't remember where you are. <laughs> Due to, uh, it, now he looks like a Picasso. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think I'm going to be a happy, happy old man who's just got this, like, sort of little secret on his face and, um, and who feels feels like he's been living a really good life. This show's sponsored by Botox. No, um, the, um, the, uh, you have a year up on me, too. You're 40, I'm only 46 here, you know. We're going to be like 81 and 80 going, you know, where's the past the Botox? <laughs> no, I want to be one of those people who just is, you you know those older people, those older yeah. people that look so persnickety and, and like, ew, and then there's those people that are just a joy to be around, and it's yeah. because they, uh, they're they happy. I want to be a happy old old, old I man. I, I want to be like Betty White. I love her. What was yes, she like to interview? That's very my example. idol. I mean, I just think she's so cool. What's Betty yeah. White like? Oh, she's got a beautiful sense of humor. She's very genuine, and, and it's everything that we're talking about here. She's, she is um, an appreciator everything and um and and it doesn't mean she's a pollyanna because she's got a, a mouth like a trucker if she wants to Why, but I she want is to. just <laughs> so appreciative of all the blessings that she's had of every moment um she's in on the joke as well and um and, and i think it's she's got a great that's a great example of someone who has um uh, a good stance on life because you know she's she's been handed as many negative things as anybody listening right now has been handed. And, and she too has had thought revolutions about all of that stuff and decided that nothing is more important than her happiness and being happy in the moment. And so when I've talked to her on the phone, which is only once, I've talked to, um, to Rue McClanahan once too, um, uh, who played Blanche, but both of them were very appreciative people. And I think that's the secret to life is to appreciate all right, we have a minute left. Did I miss anything that you wanted to talk about? Is there anything? No, I think we're good. I mean, good? I, I would invite anyone listening to go to shampoo.ca. If you don't get SiriusXM, you can subscribe for $20 a year and hear all of the um, back episodes whenever you want. Um, and everything else on the site is uh, is yours to enjoy, including the blog posts. And I just hope people um, visit it and um, and find value in it and take a look at some of the old stuff that we've done and and there's um, there's a nice thing about 
sharing from your heart, you know you're always reaching other people in the heart. And so I hope to touch anyone who's listening uh, there as well. Awesome. And where are you on Twitter? I'm at Sean Prue on Twitter, at Sean Prue Show. And on Facebook, it's official Sean Prue. Got it. All right. Well, we thank you so much. I I thank you so much for for. We all thank you so much, but I in particular thank you so much for for being here. We finally got it going, and um, this is the fastest hour of my life. Isn't it wild that went by so yeah. fast? I hope you come back. Anytime come back. you say the word. Oh, it'll awesome. take ten more ten 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 months of planning, but we'll do months, it. But we'll get it. <laughs> That's very funny. All right, Have everybody. Have a wonderful uh, celebration with your husband. Thank you so much. Thank you all for thank listening. You. And yeah, thank you. And and make sure you check out um Sean um in all of his hotness at <laughs> CA. We're not joking. Um you had to listen to the earlier part of the show to get that joke. But um it's S H A U N P R O U L X dot C A. And um I hope you sign up for his newsletter, listen to his radio show, read all his blogs and just follow him. He's a great guy. And it's it's been just a pleasure and a joy to have him on the show. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again next week. All right, thanks, everybody. Take care. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.